Welcome back to the Smart Bells Fitness Podcast. Today we're going to be jamming on high intensity training with weights, what the difference is between HIT and HIIT. Those two get confused a lot. We're going to be talking about benefits, limitation, making your muscles grow, how often to train them to get them to do that, and understanding how to maximize your time when it comes to lifting weights. Let's go ahead and dive in. Welcome to the Smart Bells Fitness Podcast, where we as everyday women choose to make health simple. We fuel ourselves mindfully and move intentionally. When we aren't lifting weights, spending time with people we love, or enjoying nature in our downtime, you can probably find us chilling in our yoga pants, wearing blue light blocker glasses before bed, so we can get amazing sleep and wake up feeling ready to conquer the day. <laughs> I'm Kelsey Miller, kinesiology prof and founder of Smart Bells Fitness. I'm your new fitness BFF who's obsessed with helping you simplify your health. Eating, lifting, and managing stress doesn't have to be complicated. And here you'll learn how to implement bite-sized habits that will change your life. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get pumped up for today's show. All right, sister, let's get into this. I'm so excited to talk about this today. This is something that I'm really passionate about. If you listen to that first podcast episode, you know my story. I used to be really uncomfortable lifting weights in the gym. It was something that was really new to me. And part of that centered around a lack of education behind what I was actually doing. So typically when you aren't prepared or knowledgeable in a subject area, it can tend to make you feel afraid, uncomfortable, insecure about it, and just kind of want to avoid it altogether. So today we're gonna get rid of that, we're gonna educate you, and you're gonna learn so that you can be more empowered and lift with confidence when you're actually training with weights and know that what you're doing is beneficial and it's going to get you results. So let's talk about high intensity training with weights. Now, when I use that word intensity, what that really means is percentage of your one rep max. Now, the one rep max is the amount of weight that you can lift once. So it's really heavy and it requires maximal effort and it's not something that you have to do to know how much you need to lift but it is a data point that we can use. And it is a, when we're talking about lifting weights, high intensity training or HIT is talking about how much weight you're lifting during a given session. So are you lifting really heavy weights? Typically, if it's heavier, you can't do as many repetitions, right? We just talked about the one RM, which is the most weight you could do for one rep, but doing two to four reps is still relatively low and understanding do i need to lift that heavy to see results do i need to do that to failure every single time should i be shaking in my boots every time when i walk out of the gym because i did every single set to failure and by going to failure, what I mean is just lifting the weights until physically your arms or your legs just can't do it anymore and you just drop the weight and you're, you're just drained. So let's talk about that. Does it optimize muscular hypertrophy? Hypertrophy is just a fancy word for muscle growth. There's absolutely benefits from training with a high intensity when it comes to weightlifting. 
Um, however, we've seen through the research, and I will cite the study in the show notes if you want to look that up, there was actually a really good meta-analysis, which means that someone took all of the studies that have been done on this topic and kind of synthesized them into one paper, looking at um, what's the most effective way to make your muscles hypertrophy. The person who did that, his name's Brad Schoenfeld, and basically what was discovered was that frequency, meaning how often you train the muscle group per week, is more important than training a muscle group to complete exhaustion when you're training it. So for example, if you're gonna do a single set or if you're, you know, a mul multiple sets in a day, let's say of deadlifts, and it was so stinking difficult that your, <laughs> your hamstrings and your back are so fatigued that there's no way you're actually gonna train again and hit that muscle group for another week. Um, that's actually less advantageous than just going a little bit less hard and training that muscle group more than once in a week. So even when the volume is equated, and when I say volume, I just mean sets times reps. So we're talking about, let's say we did three sets of 10 deadlifts or we did 10 sets of three the volume would be equated there because three times 10 is 30. In one of those groups, the person would be lifting much heavier weight because 10 sets of three reps, if you're only doing three reps, the weight is much heavier than if you're doing three sets of 10 reps where the weight is going to be significantly lighter. So even when the volume is equated, higher frequency, meaning training the muscle group multiple times per week, seems to be able to help you put on more muscle. Which, ladies, this is what you want. When you say these words like, I wanna be toned, I wanna be lean, that implies muscle gain. That implies that your muscles are going to be able to show more, which means you have less body fat. It also implies that there's muscle to show. So, you know, looking like a skeleton is not the goal, right? We wanna be strong. We wanna be functionally able to do what life demands while also having a muscular look and also not looking like a man, which I can guarantee is not going to happen to you. If it was that easy, then I always say this to my female clients who are scared to lift heavy weights, and I totally get it because that used to be me, but if it was that easy to put on muscle, every dude in the gym would be ripped, right? Like if it was really that easy, um, we'll, <laughs> we'll dive a little bit into that, but it's actually really hard to get your body to hold on to and grow muscle. So we'll talk a little bit about how that happens today too. So the takeaway here is really that lifting heavy or lifting with a higher intensity is excellent for building strength within the actual muscle, but you don't always have to do that to failure to get something out of it. So you don't always have to be finishing that last rep just barely. Maybe you stop one or two reps before that where you still feel like you're pushing hard to get through those repetitions but you're not physically failing make sure that you are including higher intensity training within your workouts especially if you're more experienced 
but it doesn't need to always be done to failure. It might be better if you just do it more often per week to get the adaptation that you're looking for. Lifting heavier weights typically helps you get stronger. Lifting lighter weights can still be performed to failure, but it typically helps the muscles grow better. But from this study, the main takeaway that we saw was that when the volume was equated, so that example, three sets of 10 or 10 sets of three, the overall adaptation was that the muscles grew. So you can do both types of training based on your experience level. If you're not as experienced, I'd recommend starting with a lower intensity. So start with three sets of 10 if you're not experienced. If you are more experienced, including higher intensity days within your workouts will help you see better adaptations. What I'm suggesting based on the research and my own personal experience as well is that you should probably not just train one single way for the rest of your life. Um, you're gonna have massive limitations if you do that. But if the focus for a certain training block is putting on muscle, it is more advantageous for you to train a muscle group multiple times per week and not go to complete exhaustion than it is for you to train it once and go to complete exhaustion. There is not a relationship between feeling sore, tired, or in pain, and how much muscle growth you're going to have. So muscle growth, I'm gonna break this down really simply, okay? So there's basically a chain of commands that are happening within the cell. There's a signaling cascade that happens. So there's a signal that's sent to the nucleus, the brain, think of it as the brain, nucleus of the cell saying, hey, it's time to grow and the signaling essentially has to be strong enough or frequent enough this takes a crap ton of energy and it's not easy if you think about if you make a loud signal once or you make a, a kind of loud signal a bunch of times what's going to be more likely to get the muscle to grow the one that happens more often right you're signaling the muscle to grow more times in a week. You can think of the chain of commands that's sending the signal to the nucleus of the cell saying, hey, it's time to grow. Think of it as an analogy like your dog barking at you, okay? If your dog barks at you once really loud, you might look at your dog and think, what the heck does he want? But if he barks multiple times, it's less loud, but it's more frequent, at some point you'll probably get up to go see what he's barking about, right? It's the same thing with your cell. So essentially we're talking about making a loud signal once or a kind of loud signal a bunch of times. Let's go ahead and talk about the difference between high intensity resistance training and high intensity interval training. So high intensity training, which we've been talking about, is just lifting heavier weights, right? High intensity interval training is something completely different. HIT or H-I-I-T is really popular right now. It's a more efficient way to do cardio in less time. And essentially what you're talking about doing is taking an interval of time. It could really be any interval. It could be 10 seconds. It could be two minutes. It could be anything like this, but essentially you're taking that interval. You're working really hard during the interval and then you have a rest interval that complements it. So depending on 
what goal you're trying to work for or if you're just trying to have a workout that's quick and fun and also challenging sometimes the work to rest ratio is going to be different so maybe it's one to one maybe it's one to two one to three one to four one to five one to ten you can really pick any work to rest interval you want we're really talking about anaerobic cardio type training when we're saying H-I-I-T, when we just say high intensity training, we're talking just about lifting heavy weights. So if we're talking about resistance training and you're doing it multiple times a week, you're not going to failure. There is one more important thing to note about recovery from this type of training. So typically when you have somebody who starts something new, and I'm sure we have all experienced this because you guys are already active, you're already working out regularly. When you start something new, you are going to see adaptations more quickly because you're going from zero to doing something. Anytime anybody goes from doing nothing to doing something, it really doesn't matter what the something is, they're going to see changes and they're going to see improvements because the act of doing something is enough to elicit change. Now, if you're talking about somebody who's been training for 10 years, let's say, compared to somebody who's going from nothing to doing something, it's going to take a lot more intentional effort and working smarter, not harder, to get them to see change. And the change, the percentage of change is not gonna be comparable. Like you could see maybe a maybe you see a 10% increase just right when you start. If you're somebody who's really conditioned, you've been doing it forever, it's gonna take a lot more effort and a lot more strategy to get you to just see a 1% change. When we're talking about recovery, it's gonna happen extremely differently, right? So somebody can recover more quickly the more trained they are, but the higher intensity the exercise is, the longer the recovery needs to be. So that's why we can't do high intensity interval training every single day. Um, doing something like that that's causing your system a high amount of stress takes longer for you to recover from. Anyway, on that note, I hope you can walk away from this episode and apply this to your workouts by knowing that doing things that are hitting multiple muscle groups in a session, like doing a full body workout two to three times a week or you know hitting your legs every single time you train if you're especially if you're only doing two to three times a week you guys is going to be so effective um, hitting upper and lower body together now if you're going to train four times five times a week typically an upper lower body split works better for that because you're giving the individual body parts more time to recover in between training sessions but you're also hitting them multiple times a week if you can only do two to three sessions a week, I would probably recommend doing upper and lower body together during the same training session. So based on what you can commit to, make the best decision for yourself, stick with it and see the magic happen. Hey friend, if you learned something new in today's show, go ahead and take a screenshot of it, post it up in your Insta stories and tag me so I can see it. Don't forget to head to iTunes to leave a review and subscribe to the show if you found value in today's podcast. You can look your best, feel energetic, and have more time to spend doing things you love. Let's encourage each other as we pursue simplicity in how we fuel and move so that we can flourish. 
To connect with me, come find me on Instagram at the Kelsey Lee or on my website, KelseyLeeMiller.com. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time.